Melanie had just said about Simone and how Simone was always going for the guys that had the same judgments that she had of herself. It's almost like we're looking to these guys to heal something in us that we've decided is wrong. Like, I know for me, I was looking for that validation of somebody's attention or affection that would tell me I had value, but that's not true. That's what you think you're doing in the moment. You think for everyone out there listening, that if this person gave you their time and attention and affection, that you would have value as a person. But that's not what you're actually doing. What nine times out of 10 is, we are like moths to the fire for the people that will give us a mirror of the same judgments that we have of ourselves. to a welcome forward to the Relationships Done Different podcast. Um, you are joined by Christopher Hughes, Melanie Mead and myself, Justine McKell. Um, today, what we wanted to talk to you about is um, untyping. I don't know if you've heard about it yet, but it's um, it's been doing the rounds on all the media circuits. Basically, it um, let me just read the headlines here and get rid of this ad. It says, untyping, a 2022 trend that wants you to ditch your usual dating type for someone new. And it's kind of spurred on by Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. Um, I don't know about you guys, but did you, I know I used to always go for a type and it wasn't necessarily the best for me. And it did take a lot to uh, move on from that type, which was the bad boy people that just treated me like shit. Um, and to someone that's kind and caring and generous. Um, does anyone want to kick it off? Like, did you, were you guys all angels and just went for the perfect type of person or did you go for a certain type? Oh, I can kick it off. I mean, I was actually thinking about this a lot lately. I am, I remember the very, very, very first person that I fell in love with and broke my heart. He was actually the son of my piano teacher and it was in high school and I fell for him so hard and he was never really that interested. <laughs> and I, I remember coming to terms with that and ending that relationship, if you can ever really call it, that it became that. And I was on a first date with this other guy and we were walking through the park and it was really cute and we were eating ice cream and we ran into my ex. Well, within three or four days, they were together. And what that started for me as a type or like as a pattern in my relationship history is I would constantly try and find the guys who would just not be that interested so that I could be rejected and I think if you want to dig into the psychology I was always the type that I was going for was that based on that first model of a relationship that I experienced and trying to like prove that I wasn't victim to it and fix it like every time but it always ended the same way until as you said with the untyping I met someone who was different so I guess for me that was my type it's like you're talking about the bad boy who would treat you poorly I loved unrequited love I love to fall for someone who was not interested in me at all <laughs> But what, what is that? Because I think it is that human behavior. Like we kind of, the ones that reject us, we kind of desire them. 
them more and I guess if, if like giving advice to people if someone does fall for that certain type like how do you get out of that exactly I I having lived through it I get what I was looking for was the validation of people's attention and it's like if this person that isn't that into me gives me the attention and tells me that I'm valuable or that I'm worth it, then that's like ultimately validating of me. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I went, hang on a minute. What about all the people that I'm not paying attention to that are actually nice, that are actually into me, that actually are showing signs that I'm, I have value in their life. And prior to coming to that realization, I couldn't even see those people. Like I was like, they don't exist. Doesn't, doesn't exist. Nope, not real. So I I think that was it. It's the validation of people's attention. It's so interesting. And Melanie, I feel like you've got something to add here, like in the relationship done different courses and classes, we talk about like winners, losers, and no counts. Did you want to go into that a little bit? Yeah, totally. Because even when Christopher was talking, I was getting like flashbacks <laughs> of my past. But um, like what Christopher was saying there too, and we, we've we talked about it quite a bit, before, like in seminars and books and stuff like that, is that kind of um like the winner. And I did love winners. I loved the like, like in hindsight is what I would say, because at the time I wasn't like calculating the whole formula of what worked for me but they were all like good looking they had abs like they were great at sports or they were really like they were just extremely talented but they were you know they there's a couple of things that were missing like Christopher was saying that level of that level of kindness and um oh I could talk about some stuff like that I found I could never understand certain things you know when you get to a stage in a relationship and you're like I don't really get why this is going on but actually what we delve into and like with the thing with the winners as well is like it's all the places where you get to dismiss yourself so you're looking at these people like I think my favorite analogy is Simone's one where she said she chose men that um had the same judgments that she had of her body and when I heard her talk about that I started to look at um like when I chose men and in particular with the frustration you'd have with them what was I choosing? Like, what did, did that match a judgment I had of myself? And I think I could nearly sit down and, and, and have a good journal on it. <laughs> like, I actually do. I think there was, like, I always felt very different. And I didn't, I didn't completely get, like, um, normal person interaction. I, I interacted quite different. And in hindsight, I could see that I was picking people that would, you know, um, dismiss me for in, on some level. But, like, for some weird reason, there's a weird draw to it. Like they're the 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 parts that you kind of, I suppose, the way Christopher said it, in a weird way, it's slightly like people not being nice to you, but like that validation, like, okay, they're right. I am, I am this, but this is more like in a hindsight thing. So like the winner thing was, you know, the, the, the people that were unattainable, the people that you had to win the affection of, the people that you would end up getting the approval of knowing that you'd be okay and then the um the loser one nobody likes a loser right you know what I mean everyone's like what are you doing with him or you know like and these are conversations you have in your head because other people might even <laughs> even think about it at all um and then the no count one that's really hard to describe but it's um like we were talking about this Justine during the week about the no counts but the people that don't even like factor on your radar and like what Christopher was saying like you're kind of going around with the blinkers on and um you don't even know that they're there so you're kind of running around it's it's like chasing people isn't it like the winner thing what do you get 
Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I guess it's not until you explore outside of those winners that things can actually change and you can see that you can have an amazing, phenomenal relationship and creationship and not just, it's interesting that we're addicted to that rejection and that dismissal and that trauma and you feel alive. Yeah, like I, I kind of almost like I just keep flashing back, same as you, Mel, to like moments when I was a kid, just just so sad, like with getting rejected by another person and dumped and walking along the cliffs and just wanting to jump off and maybe they'll pay attention to me then and then going to another psychic, please tell me he's going to get back together with me. Like it was like, because I so desperately wanted that that love. But again, I just fell for the same type of person after each other. And I don't know if someone is doing that right now or if we could educate kids or even teenagers when they're starting to get into relationships or interested in guys. Is there anything, I don't know, Chris, that you would say to say to them so they don't have to go through that heartbreak and want to jump off the cliff and go see psychics and healers and... Well, the, the, what, what Melanie had just said about Simone and how Simone was always going for the guys that had the same judgments that she had of herself. It's almost like we're looking to these guys to heal something in us that we've decided is wrong. Like, I know for me, I was looking for that validation of somebody's attention or affection that would tell me I had value, but that's not true. That's what you think you're doing in the moment. You think for everyone out there listening that if this person gave you their time and attention and affection, that you would have value as a person, but that's not what you're actually doing. What nine times out of 10 is we are like moths to the fire for the people that will give us a mirror of the same judgments that we have of ourselves. So it's a huge leap of faith but you have got to stop and look at yourself and go, hang on a minute. I actually have value here. I actually maybe am not the, the conglomeration of judgments that I have of my body, of my skin, of my weight, of my whatever. Um, and it's, it takes a little practice or it did for me, but you've got to actually start investing your time with the people who honor you who see the value of you who don't judge you like it's the attraction to judgment that I think we've really got to start paying attention to and go hang on a minute no I'm going to make a different choice here because this isn't working so I got so many ghost points, uh, ghost bumps when you were talking there, because I didn't realize um, when you were saying you were validating yourself, like I always thought I wasn't pretty enough um, compared to the other girls in class. So I realized like, just as you were talking, that I was always attracted to the hottest guy in the room, like he, like the tallest, the hottest, the, the bad boy, the one that I know I couldn't get. And I would make sure at the end of the night I had had him. And of course he was judgmental and not kind and not honoring. And, and further to that, like, I guess I'd always heard about making a list and I'd written many lists and I'd 
left room in my bed for my other half to attract them and the space in the wardrobe like the law of attraction told me to do um, I was a bit of a mess before I found these tools of relationship done differently and access consciousness um, but I can't I've even lost my train of thought but yes uh, the list so the list like you always were told to write what you wanted but mine was always physical attributes like so Melanie, like if someone is in that position that they seem to be falling for a type of person, like what could you tell us more about that list and how you expand on it from beyond physical qualities? Yeah, and when Christopher was talking just a minute ago as well, the other thing that shows up as well is that like, are you willing to receive the kindness? You know what I mean? Because judgment, it becomes so familiar, it's safe. Um, it's something you become, you know, you know, somebody that maybe isn't the kindest or, you know, like it's not really a great relationship. It might be an okay relationship, but there's enough drama and enough stuff going on that, you know, you know, Hey, this is kind of some kind of connection or something, but, um, to actually step outside your comfort zone. And like what you were saying, Justine, like that untyping and actually just navigating it. And, you know, Christopher said it too. It's like, it does take courage and it takes like on your own part to actually look and and try something different and maybe even you know like maybe be a little bit uncomfortable with it because really like are you really that crappy a person <laughs> that you deserve a mediocre relationship and a, and a mediocre life and not like that joy where people can actually like get to enjoy who you are and not like the burden that you are or the that you know the, the the judgments that come with it or whatever and like it's an exercise because I even find like you know you can make a list on the physical and you could also make a list on like the the qualities somebody might have but like really look at it like how much of that am I willing for somebody to adore me you know what I mean like you know look at me and think that I'm amazing or you know that like you were saying Justine like actually see you as beautiful you know, and um, but also that the thing about kindness and like their generosity of spirit and stuff like because a lot of us aren't trained to receive that, mm. um, you know, that level. Um, what's the word? Somebody tell me. But like that level of of uh, I'm not even sure what to call it, but having that in your life and knowing that you're, you know, that that you can have it, that you're it's not like I think the opposite of it is worthy. I'm trying to think of a word, but like really sit with it because a lot of the times you could say you want somebody that's kind and they'll come your way and you'll find every way to push them away so it is it, it for me it's looking at yes making the list but also looking at what shows up when you make the list but also when you come in contact you'll start to notice where you start to reject people but also what's on that list like like you were saying Justine your first list it was all the physical things and you would see that guy from across the room and it's what it would mean to be with that guy who is obviously from judgment's point of view, the best guy to be with, but none of that has to do with creating a life. Like none of that has to do with someone who actually is going to be nice to you. Someone who's actually going to take care of you and be kind to you. Like what if that was first thing on our list, someone who, could actually see us and contribute to us and take care of us. Like the, the thing that really struck me when you were talking to Justine is when we see that guy from across the room and he's beautiful, but he's not very nice. And I'm like, like, let's get it clear. That doesn't mean that everyone who's good looking is mean. This is not true, but 
half the time, we're not really looking at them as a person. We're not really looking at who they are, or what they're like, or how they treat people. We have just this projection at them of what they're going to be in our life. And it has nothing to do with who they actually are and what capacity they have to be in a healthy, honest, kind relationship. Yeah, and I and and anyone listening, like I don't like this is really different relationship advice. Like I read all the books when I was growing up, like Why Men Love Bitches and um, whatever it was, The Men Are from Mars, Women Are from Venus. Like this is really different relationship advice, and it does work. And that vulnerability you guys were talking about to know, and as cliche as this sounds, but you are worth it, and it really all does start with you and. It's, it's a tough one, that willing to receive kindness. A lot of people reject that. But when, when you do, and exactly you're right, like I, I didn't even, it wasn't even my world to go, I'd love someone that's nice. Because in my world, the nice was like, oh, they're ugly. They're, it doesn't count. Like exactly that winners, losers and no counts, which we talk about in the relationship done different classes. But I mean, yeah, you guys nailed it. Like that willing to be uncomfortable and step outside your comfort zone and write down the energies of someone you want in your life, not just the physical attributes. Like what about kind? What about caring? What about honoring? What about like someone that adores you and your body and has no judgment and is thoughtful? And, you know, I really did write that down. And and it's funny what the universe delivers because I've created that now, like someone that is so kind and thoughtful and doesn't judge me and my body. And that is a huge thing for a girl. So, um, uh, yeah. And some boys. And, yeah. and, and, and boys too. So, and just, it is that, it's what you're talking about, the addicted to judgment is just like a huge piece. But um, yeah, thank you guys. These tools, like, and looking beyond your, um, your usual type or your untyping is, is just huge if you want to create an amazing relationship. So yeah, thank you both. And if you have any other topics that you would like to talk, uh, talk to us about, you can uh, email us or ping us on Instagram. Um, we are willing to talk about anything and everything. And again, thank you so much truly for listening to our podcast and please rate and review and subscribe. Um, thank you guys, Christopher and Melanie. Have a super day.